Hello and welcome back to the Reigning Opinions Podcast. This is Crystal. And this is Carmen. And we are back. Yeah. Uh, oh, and we are talking about purity culture today. Yeah, we are. <laughs> so shout out. Shout out to your favorite auntie's podcast i think that's the name of the lady yes uh, absolutely yeah shout out to them for uh the inspo on this topic uh i feel like we have lightly touched and not centered a conversation around this but we've touched on it a million bajillion times throughout our years yeah. of podcasting and so it was just time to kind of dedicate it with our opinions because you know Absolutely. Uh, they reign. Uh, but yeah, we, it's time. So let's do this. Come on. Well, off top, mm-hmm. what are your initial, like we'll get into the nuance and the minutia, right? I took a few notes. Yeah. But like off top, like what are your, what's your gut feeling and like reaction when you hear the words purity culture? Oh, it, it, I really hear like, um, follower Mm, of of anything uh pretty much like no no decision making on your own like you you are just following the the crowd the culture the the pastor the religion follower Mm. yeah when i hear purity when i hear purity culture when i hear the silver ring thing and we'll talk about that shit. I hear oppression. Mm. I hear patriarchy. Mm. I hear white supremacy. Ooh. That's what I, that's what I have always felt. Cause you know, I, um, and I guess this is, this is the space to have the conversation. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't grow up in church, right. but it was there. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Right. Um, I was in and out of the church my whole life. Right. Uh, I was on junior usher board. And then there were periods where I just didn't go. Was not interested. Like, girl, I'm going to catch you at the Cracker Barrel when y'all finish. Right. <laughs> um, I was baptized when I was in the fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, Baptist, not Southern Baptist, because there is a difference. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, I can honestly say that I have had a, I don't even think it's a re- weird relationship, but just a, a weird feeling around religion my entire life, right? I've always felt, and this is my experience, right? I've always felt, at least in the spaces that I was exposed to, I was surrounded by a lot of folks going through the motions, right? Because as a kid, you're very perceptive mm-hmm. and you pay attention to everything. And I remember uh, there was this one lady and like she would always plan when she was going to catch the Holy Spirit. Oh my. You know what I'm saying? If it wasn't enough people in the sanctuary, you know what I'm saying? If I outfit one bussing, you know, she was going to sit down. But like if it was a crowd 
and she felt on fleek that day, oh, you were going to get a show. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm saying all of that to say that when the topics of purity and like uh, salvation came into place, I never really had a feeling one way or the other. Like I, I always felt that I walked up to the front of the church to ask to be baptized because that's what I was supposed to do. I don't think I had a real conviction to do it. If that makes sense. It makes sense. Um, you know, it's just a timely order things. All your other friends in church done got up there and then you're sitting in these classes afterwards and I feel nothing. I don't feel lighter on my feet. I don't feel closer to any. I'm just sitting there like, when is two o'clock going to get here? Yeah, You know what I'm saying? It's just ritual. Um, yeah. And and so that's where I, I guess I get to draw the fine line because here I mm-hmm. am raised in church. Uh, mm-hmm. Mom darn near gave birth to me in church. Okay. Um, yeah. So like it was a part of my life heavy 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 all i knew Ooh. like the first what 15 years of my life for the most part was church um and then i kind of started to like have my own opinions and feel a certain way mm-hmm. and then was probably pretty much done with church and the organized religion of it all probably by early 20s but here's the thing yeah. um i remember my older cousins both of them got baptized at the same time and I was like, you know, like three or four years younger than them, probably four. And I wanted to do it because they did it. And I know I could have kept my composure and did everything I needed to do. I knew I could do it. Right. But mm-hmm. they, because I was so young, they just would not allow me to do it. And guess what? The time never presented itself again because they you didn't just get to raise your hand and say, I want to be baptized. Right. They didn't just have mm-hmm. a baptism pool at the back of the church like they do at a lot of different churches. So the time when, when those people were getting my cousins were getting baptized, it was at like the apartments on Broadway. I'm from Houston or whatever. What One of the many apartments on Broadway and they baptized in the pool, an mm-hmm. apartments pool. So like it didn't present itself again for it to happen. So yeah. with that being said, like here I am all of 40 years old and has not been physically baptized right right but then right, we right. understand there's a spiritual baptism of it all and a lot of people are just stuck on the physicality of it all and so i am glad mm. we made this transition into like the spirituality of it all because i really think we put too much into the mm. yeah this part and the main thing to me is we're, we read this Bible, right? A lot of these churches read these Bibles. There's some theologians out there and they're deciphering Pieces things. of it, at least. Huh? <laughs> I said they've read pieces of it, at least. And pieces of it, whatever what was available, right? Whoever pieced it together, that's what they trust was whole. Anyway, the point is, a lot of this stuff, a lot of the bases of these words are so far from where we have brought them today. I don't think we truly understand everything there is to stand in its fullness, right? And Mm -hmm. so we really just get carried away on the rituals of it all. Yeah. And the, the appointed meanings of it all. And we don't have true and full understanding. So I go there to say, I try to be as um, open-minded as I can be when we get to Mm -hmm religious topics while i have my opinion 
I try not to do them extremely dirty in my truth, but I don't think I have a good spin on religion as it stands today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I I completely agree. And I also want to say that this is not um, an attack on uh, anyone who subscribes to any religion or even subscribes to purity culture. This is just um, a dialogue on two women, two black women living in America with two um, different views Mm -hmm. on organized religion Mm -hmm. and we're just you know giving our two cents so if this is a trigger um you know click off we got some other great episodes Mm -hmm. uh i would love to have a dialogue uh you know join our patreon or hit our dms Mm -hmm. to keep the conversation going but i can say for carmen i have a real visceral reaction when i hear of purity culture because there's this it's just so inherently duplicitous to me right Mm -hmm. because these ladies who had a brilliant conversation I highly recommend that you guys check out their podcast um the damage that purity culture does right and just the the culture in itself is is weird can I say weird yeah you get to (laughs) Yeah. Okay, because they spoke about um this was really big in the early 90s, late 90s, early 2000s. Um I my church had a silver ring thing and girls were going up there and doing these pledges with their fathers and I'm like that shit wow weird. You know like I'm <laughs> I'm having all of these thoughts sitting in these <laughs> pews, right? And I'm like and I think that that's contributed to why I've been such I've been in and out Right. Mm -hmm. And then finally, when I was out, I was like, you out for a reason, because a lot of this don't it just don't make it's not making dollars and cents at this (laughs) point. You know what I'm saying? Uh, They spoke about the classes, which I'm familiar with. But then they also more importantly talked about the difference between abstinence and celibacy, which I think is very, very important. So Mm -hmm. abstinence is you are abstaining from sex until marriage. Celibate means that you are abstaining from sex and marriage. Okay. Oh, wow. There's a big difference. I didn't know that. Thank you for that. Thank you. I had no clue. I didn't know that means they didn't want to get married either. Yes. So if you recall in previous episodes, um, or maybe one episode, I talked about the fact that I had been celibate. Because at that point in my life, um, I think I had been celibate for like eight years at that point. Mm -hmm. Um, No sex and really didn't want to get married. So I thought you go to a little bit of therapy and you're like, oh, I would like my person, you know, Mm -hmm. hopefully he pop up one of these good old days. Mm -hmm. And I can say right now I am not... um, actively abstinent i just haven't found anybody to tickle my fancy and i'm not about to waste my time gotcha, so gotcha. you know <laughs> make, make that's kind of how that cookie sense. crumbling yeah right make, now makes you know perfect sense i i totally get that i'm thank you i'm thanking you for that breakdown and the difference between it because i had no clue how the two mm-hmm. were not the same uh and now and now i know uh so yeah yeah so for me like i think it's a given right 
Well, I don't feel like my church in particular went very far to, you know, drive home purity culture. To me, for me, it was kind of understood that you weren't having sex until marriage. It was the constant conversation of what's the term they use when you live with somebody, but y'all not married. Fornicating. Shacking up, fornicating, shacking up, right? And so, Mm -hmm. like, they just worked against it or whatnot. And so for me, I feel like I kind of just made a conscious decision for myself because I, I was going through a lot of things to where I was finding the contradictions and a lot of things that they were saying. Right. Mm. I was seeing how the rules applied here, but in the same rule didn't apply there within the church. Like I was I was I went I was unintentionally you know, finding the loopholes and punching holes in these theories. And I just could not allow this idea to define every part of me. Right. And Mm -hmm. I had friends where I would have this conversation with, and I can tell in their conversation that everything was, was wrapped around very tightly around somebody's approval of them. Mm. Right. And I was just like, look, like one day you're going to wake up as an adult. And realize you have formed your entire life around what they approved of. And you're not going to see you anywhere in it. And I hope, I hope to God that you fare well when you come to that realization. Yes. So one of the points that the lady spoke about was the why, right? Mm -hmm. Why are you doing this? Right. And if this it's got to be what you want to do. It can't be because your mom and them going to be looking at you crazy. It's got to, you've got to know your why. And I think that that's really important because what we're finding with purity culture, because we already know that this shit don't mean the same thing for men. Okay. Like we, I fully feel that purity culture puts the responsibility and the onus on women for men not strand, right? Oh, gee, hmm, what does that also sound familiar to? I don't know, fucking reproductive rights. Oh. <laughs> you see? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, this shit is just so diabolical at its core that it's always, because, you know, you've got to be, you, they talked about it. You know, you come in the, into the church house and you cover from neck to ankle, wrist to wrist. You know what I'm saying? Some of these spaces, men on one side of the church, women on the other side of the church. And it's like the onus is always on the woman. And I think that that is entirely unfair because the same person or people or or system that speaking of chastity is not keeping that same energy when it comes to the male counterpart. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because also what this is doing is from that mental health aspect, you're having a disconnection from your body, Mm -hmm. right? Because no one's talking about the urges that you have as a functioning human being. Mm You see what I'm saying? Things tingle and mingle, goddammit. And you're not going to make me feel bad when that starts happening. Right. But that's what happens. You see what I'm saying? Right. I spoke about the uneven rules for men versus women. Then you've got this whole sexual shame aspect. Right. Not to mention, you're going to have a bunch of fucking people who have <laughs> waited their whole life, right? And then go into sex and sexual relationships stunted and with unrealistic expectations. Because let me tell you something, baby girl, the first time is garbage. Okay. So if 
if you think because you don't know you don't know what you're supposed to feel or what you're supposed to expect but when you're surrounded by people most likely older people who then gave up on life any goddamn way or um people who are so goddamn they so wound tight and repressed anyway they want everybody to be as miserable as they are you, you've got these these weird ideologies when it comes around something that is supposed to be natural now can I agree that you don't want to be out here laying it low and spreading it wide to everybody absolutely because STIs are a thing okay like I get it so the only thing the only thing the only thing that I would agree with in regards to what purity culture pushes is that maybe these young ladies are withholding their sex until they are honestly ready. You understand? Okay. Okay. Honestly ready. Like, it's like, I think at a young age, you have all these ideas. You have all these lying, uh, cheering around you, making up stuff, selling this idea that ain't even real. They're just selling it and you buy it. And then you, as a youth, don't really know what you're doing. Don't know who, how to pick who to do it with mm-hmm. and get yourself in the world of hurt. And so like, I think if, if we are trying to get the children or I'd say children, cause I'm not going to just focus on young ladies, children to mm-hmm. get to a mature age. And I'm going to say like 18 and up to where they have a better understanding of things. And that makes it make 21, depending on the, the, the sex, I feel like men, if we're going, if we're going, if we're going to really push purity, men shouldn't be having sex until after 30. Okay. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. When you write, you write, friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cause, cause we already know women mature faster. So if they were going to be lenient in regards to who should be prepared for sex sooner, it should have been women because they have to take into yeah. account our reproductive system. So they were real, yes. real, real, um, uninformed when they was putting this stuff together. To sell this idea. Mm-hmm. So, so honestly, so, but I, do, I would want young adults to be more mature before they start taking this step. Basically because yeah. a lot of foolishness, a lot of foolishness goes down. A lot of misunderstanding goes down when you're young. Right. Yes. And it be, it ends up being an older adult's responsibility anyway. So if, if we can curve that from like happening, I'm about it. But we know what pur- that purity culture was a whole lot more than this. Absolutely. Oh. No, I, I agree. Um, another few points that they made mm-hmm. that really kind of made me think, um, we've already talked about what it does to, you know, um, does to you mentally, right? Um, they also spoke about how do you go through premarital counseling and how do you talk about sex if it's been so such a taboo topic up until that point? Like Exactly. Well, we, we we sat up here unintentionally and watched Married at First Sight and saw girl. a virgin get married and absolutely could not relate to her husband outside of what they did for a living. Because she hey. had nothing else to go on outside of being beautiful. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's so much more than that. And she swore up and down that she was giving the man the greatest gift a woman could give. She put her purity on a pedestal. And and, and the purity on a pedestal 
not that it's 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 a beautiful thing if you know your why. You know what I want to pick on? I want to pick mm-hmm. on how a lot of these different aspects of religion kind of sell their ideas on it being like an insurance policy, right? Like think about the equally yoked. Think about the equally yoked idea. Like if you get with somebody mm-hmm. y'all equally yoked, y'all gonna have a perfect pairing and perfect marriage. Not quite. Uh, <laughs> like and it's like if you <laughs> save yourself. If you save yourself for marriage, you're going to find you a husband. Not quite. So it's like like all these incentives that y'all are basically giving these people with the false pretense. It's just like it's it's unfortunate. It is unfortunate. And, and somebody should be responsible for all these lies. I feel like the church is just as responsible as Disney is for selling fairy tales and fallacies. Come on. But but isn't that the name of the game for Christianity though? Suffer now and hope you get to some peace after you gone? Mm. I mean, but I, it I think I think like... that's the scam of life though. If if we can, if we can push <laughs> if we can push your if we can push your your gifts and your your pleasure and you know the things that you you've worked for into your afterlife basically you'll get it when you die which sounds like a bad deal to me i'm sorry it sounds like a scam totes and, and i'm sorry i'm sorry for whoever this is offending but you have to see it like that like if if, yeah. if you owe me something because i'm working for it today why can't i get it while i'm alive right no i i agree and i think that um You know, there's a lot of shaming and blaming that goes on in religion, not just Christianity. I feel like across the board, across the board, there's some form form of it. Right. But Mm -hmm. all I know is Christianity. Um, I dated a Muslim once, but that's a whole nother story for a whole nother day. Girl, Um, (laughs) it it didn't last long because what you're not going to do. I am not a two steps behind type of bitch. Mm. Okay, not won't can't okay Mm-mm. anywho i didn't got fired up let me calm down Oof. let's circle back to I- to iris that's who we're referring to from Mary. yes right mm-hmm. shout out to her i hope she's doing well and i hope that she's gotten some counseling because sis was like foregone into it right mm-hmm. so they asked the question does purity culture make women weird the answer is yes and i think that iris is the perfect example of that mm-hmm. because like you mentioned crystal outside of chastity and 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 her purity and you know focusing on making herself this catch she was almost a shell of herself mm-hmm. right uh i don't think that the woman had actually dated properly because how do you right um you know i i don't that's the downfall Right. There's so much focus on the vagina that everyone's forgetting about the brain. Right. You see what I'm saying? How do I make myself a well-rounded individual? Right. And that I know my worth outside of my hymen. God damn it. Right. Okay. Right. And and do you see how they make like you, do you see how it makes that even though even if somebody is like they don't have any religion religious background and they didn't have the purity mm-hmm. culture and they had no type of structure and they started having sex early do you see how they place so much focus on that anyway while trying to yeah. keep people to abstain from it like you see how y'all just still put too much focus on it regardless regardless of if you have it or if you're not exactly 
And that's the pitfall. Because if you're going to do it, let's do it right. Let's get well-rounded individuals out here into the world and not some weirdos who are so focused on not having their parts touched. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? That they can't. They can't have any meaningful interaction or connection with someone, right? Iris done swallowed a goddamn quarter on national TV. She was so wound up. You see what I'm saying? Girl, or maybe that was a story. That, that was she a told. story Anywho, she told. You lost. You lost your man when you told. Listen, him about there was nothing okay? you nasty kept you could have <laughs> did. Swallow some money, some hand change, baby. You could. Let- but that speaks to her awkwardness because. Mm. You that ain't a story that you come out during the courting phase. I ain't telling nobody that. No, no the point quarter. is, it was a post. It was supposed to be like an intimate conversation regarding. And she didn't know how to do something it. Something that you never told anybody before, and she came up with a school bus quarter swallowing, and it is <laughs> unfortunate. And that's where he hung this phone. Up. You could just see in his eyes that he hung up the phone. It was a wrap, and was walking away like I can't do this. I'm not gonna try no more. Like, what is the point of me being here? I asked to be married to a woman. This is a child. What are y'all doing? It is. Another point that I want to jump to. So they also spoke about um, the contradictions, right? Mm-hmm. And how do you, what's the words I want to use? I'm blanking. Uh, how do you rectify or reconcile? That's the word. How do you reconcile um, purity culture that you're trying to adhere to and be a part of but also see in the same church men be with women who don't participate. Does that make sense what I'm trying to say? No, it like makes how perfect, do you reconcile right? that in your brain? I don't think there's any reconcile. I don't think you do. I think you you yeah. I think you have to come around to the reality that you've been sold a lie. Right? Mm. It's it's a un- unfortunately it's a lie because the other part of this that's supposed to make it right, they're not they're not subscribing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're not subscribing because they do not. While there are some men out there that's down for the hunt, um, mm-hmm. y'all not even, y'all don't even look like things they should be pursuing. <laughs> I ain't even try No, because they're beautiful. There are tons of beautiful women in the church that are a part of mm-hmm. the purity culture, but like they're almost siblings to these men that, Mm. They would want to be making their future husbands. You know, you get what I'm saying? Because they 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 yeah. they put themselves off limit to a point that the men are not even going to try. You understand? Because And that's it. So it's it's almost like, of course I'm gonna go outside of this environment to, you know, seek pleasure. Because I know what this is, right? And I will only come here when I am ready. And we understand that a lot of times men aren't ready until way later in life. After they done wreaked havoc. After they have wreaked (laughs) havoc. Do you hear me? And that's a whole other topic for a whole whole other day. So honestly, these women's (laughs) with the aspirations of being somebody's wife, they do. You should open your eyes to see you're getting the short end of the deal. Baby. Cause it's so weird because it's like that men are being taught to want a woman that's inexperienced. But then all of a sudden, because y'all done slipped some rings on each other's fingers now, because men also have unrealistic expectations when it comes to sex. Let's not even 
I, we could do a whole nother show about on how pornography has just skewed what the fuck sex really is okay because it's not all uh camera angles and everybody's like got a light mist of sweat sex is nasty mm-hmm. okay if it's good wild it's, and animalistic <laughs> and listen but it's not always good either that's right. the thing it's not always good everybody doesn't always want it at the same time very rarely are people climaxing at the same time but you get these men who are inexperienced who be wanting virgins to be able to suck golf balls through water hoses what the fuck is happening here and that's and that's the also the thing too you you would you would think that if you were selling this idea of purity culture you would also prepare them for the idea and the ladies touch base on this of like the urges that you're going to experience the feelings that you're mm-hmm. going to have because those are natural okay whether they have totally. any prompting or not those are natural you're going to feel those ways you're going to be aroused regardless like that is a natural thing and they do not give people the tools and the resources to get through these moments mm-hmm. you understand they just tell them what they're supposed to do and give them nothing else but this right. shame if they mess up listen and that is and it, it it's all duplicitous right mm-hmm. we we know that carmen hated from top to bottom but that's the most fucked up part about it you're gonna shame me for a natural feeling because at the end of the day i i get it that we would love to believe that we're so far removed from the animal kingdom but we ain't Mm-mm. we ain't yes we can articulate yes we have um you know what we need to have forward thought and things like that mm-hmm. but at the end of the day when it comes down to a man and a woman being in proximity and if i think you cute and you think i'm cute bitch what's good come on like you see what i'm saying you're not gonna make me feel bad for that because it'd be some days crystal and i'm putting my minutes out on the street let this t-shirt rub across these titties the wrong way <laughs> okay <laughs> Oh, you see what I'm saying? I understand. I understand. And and because I'm a woman, you see what I'm right, saying? Right, right, right. And that's and, and that's I got nerve endings, and they feel things. Right. Okay. One hundred percent. It is the reality of what we have here. Like this is our body. This is what this is what it does. Okay. Period. And now y'all are telling me what I should not do until you know this, this, that, or that, and y'all not giving me any reasons and any resources or you know nothing, nothing, nothing. Like I wish, I wish that purity culture was a, a, a older married woman that comes up and says, "Hey, ladies, to save your time, don't start having sex to an adult woman because all these little kids don't know what they're doing. Mm. You're not gonna enjoy it for like if you start too early." Uh, two, it's going to be a long time before you join. You might end up hating sex or, you know, having the wrong <sighs> idea about it. So you might want to wait until you are of age and your your nerve endings start working appropriately and you can go find somebody who then you find suitable, not with your little youthful eyes that don't know what else to look for, but with your maturity. Mm-hmm. And then I wish it was some, something like that and not them saying, what you should do is do it like this because if you don't, the Lord won't love you the same and he will not bless you with the husband. Like, I, uh. Listen. At the end of the day, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm, I'm just saying, like, it's so frustrating that they sell you these things attached to these ideas. Because even still, mm-hmm. like, say, for instance, you do marry and sleep with the only man you've ever allowed to touch you. It doesn't mean you're going to always only be with that man. It doesn't mm. mean that that marriage won't end. It is no promise for some perfection, guys. 
There is no guarantees. How long will I have to say this? <laughs> you know what I th- here here we go here we go because you know I'm petty by the pound. This purity culture bullshit is so that men who are shit lovers get women who don't know any better and they can just give them a life full of one-sided sex. <laughs> well, I mean, they did touch bases on you don't have anybody to compare it to, right? But- and I think that's so, like, God damn it, you test drive a car for you buy it, don't it? You go see a house showing for you, put your $300,000 down on it, don't it? Mm, 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 mm. Why should this be any different? If we're supposed to be compatible in all ways, we got to be compatible in all ways, baby. Mm-hmm. Because what have I said before? We both said it. Sex is important. Anybody who's out here talking about, well, sex is only 10%. Mm, that's a big 10. <laughs> For Carmen, yeah, that's a big 10. Because no, if we got to deal with the world, right? We got to deal with this shit world. And I can't be at home and find pleasure in my spouse. If I got to fake it out there and in here, what the fuck is the point, so, baby? So listen, so here, here's another thing that you, you, you have to take in consideration because we I, we will eventually age and sex will not be That's what true. It, sex will not be what it was, right? But but hold on, but tell that tell that to the old folks in the nursing homes because they got the highest rate of syphilis right now because they getting it in. Oh, they getting it in, but it still ain't what it was. <laughs> they they getting it in trying to remember. <laughs> what does this do again (laughs) listen (laughs) but the point the point that i am making is like look like honestly it 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 is it is just important right and you you, while it doesn't make the full decisions but I, i i remember or i recall not too long ago hearing stories about men who are just afraid because they feel as though you know if they can't provide or produce like this great sexual experience for this woman then they failed and she's not going to choose them and the reality of it is it's like well dude like you too need to get to know your body you too you too need to get comfortable with it you know it's not just the woman thing and i feel like with a lot of this purity culture they're leaving the men out you know that would be would would benefit just as much but because y'all want to give them this freedom or whatever, y'all still set a lot of them up for failure. So it's like, yeah. you know, like why why can't y'all be more inclusive and and make the the conversation, you know, if you're gonna have it, if you're gonna put this idea on in these people, make it more widespread to where they understand what what to know and what's not to know and what to you know not to include shame in it because shame should not be there. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people think shame is an incentive, but it isn't. It isn't because it can go either way. It can prevent and cause you to run right into it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, y'all, it's, there is no way to only prevent one, one sex from doing something and let the other one do whatever they want to. And it makes sense at the end of the day. This is why we've, we've always preached there, there should be equality in the way you raise your children. There should be equality in the way you you know, bring b- women, boys and girls up. There should be equality because there's that's the only way it's going to work out. They need to see things the same way or understand the same way so that it actually benefits them. Otherwise, you're setting them up for failure. And maybe that was the plan because that's all you're getting. Hey, I wouldn't be surprised because <clears throat> I think another point that I want to touch on 
um, another pitfall Mm -hmm. to purity. Is that the name of the episode? Mm -hmm. Pitfalls to purity. Pitfall to purity. Um, We spoke about the performance anxiety Mm -hmm. piece, but I think we also need to speak about the repression Mm -hmm. aspect. Yes. The sexual orientation aspect Mm -hmm. and the gender identity aspect, Mm -hmm. right? Because purity culture is based off of heterosexual, you know, relationships. Mm -hmm. But what if I'm, what if I like girls? What if? Honey, what if I'm a man that is attracted to men? What if I am bisexual? Where do I fit into this? I'm still trying to make it to the kingdom, right? But where, but where do I fall into this so now they have no I want to make it to the kingdom the that's what you see I'm trying to make it to the kingdom so now I have to put myself into this heteronormative box right and just go against what I truly want because that goes back to the why live a right? lie why am I doing this and you see what I'm saying and live a lie and the, and the bible does say a lie will not tear in the eyesight of God <laughs> so why you got this these people living lies right God see straight Show. through it what is you doing what what do you have them Listen. doing? What are you telling them to do? That's the one place where you 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 got to be honest. You got to tell the truth, your truth, and live it. Yeah. Like listen, like I I would love I would love it to be so cut and dry and simple, right? I would okay. love it to be that, right? But I think a lot of people are obsessed with the idea of it just being so simple, and it's never been. Right. And and that's why and that's why we come to today and we feel like there's so much information out there because this information needed to be right. It is not simple. It is not cut and dry. You cannot put people in boxes. You cannot. And I want to talk about um, one more thing. And if you've got more points, we can. But I just wanted to say to the racist aspect and the repressive aspect of purity culture i'm not sure if you remember crystal um sometime last year there was that shooting in atlanta where this guy went on this rampage and killed like a lot of asian women right Mm -hmm. and it had come out that the guy um was a sex addict Mm -hmm. and he felt that he needed to take out the temptation Oh my. Right. And it all kind of rolls back to um, purity culture. Mm. And this guy felt that women, particularly Asian women, were causing him to lust and he needed to eradicate that. Oh my God. <clears throat> so I'm saying all of that to say that these ideologies can put people on a slippery slope. Yeah. Right? Because in the name of God, (laughs) and him thinking that he was doing something right, people gone. Yeah, mental health is... You see, because of his self-hatred and his shame around his purity. You see what I'm saying? Right. And he took it out on other people. Now, that is like... You know, the opposite end of the spectrum. Right. Everybody's not out here with an AK right. taking folks out. But on like a micro level, how does this affect you? No. Your interpersonal relationships. You can't give a church hug. You know, like it's it, it's just, it's weird and it's dangerous. 
Listen, to karmic. It, no, it you is, see what I'm saying? It, it can be extremely dangerous. It, it yeah. can be. And you gave a perfect example just about like how dangerous it can be. All I would like yeah. to say. All I would like to say. A lot of serial killers have sexual repression. Well, there there it is. But this is what this is what I want to say. Um I know. I know exactly what it's like to be raised in the church and to still mm-hmm. have like a lot of your ideas based in that realm of things, right? But I really yeah. want us to work on calling things a thing when in fact we we see them to be wrong, right? I feel like a lot of conversations become so convoluted because people are afraid to speak to their exact experience of being led astray. Yeah. Yeah. And so like I I while I get it, like I can I can make room for it and understand it. I, I just need y'all to be like, this ain't right. Because in the in the event that you say that it's not right, you get to free yourself. You get to free yourself and then others as well. But I think we'd be so afraid to just call a thing a thing and say, Hey, I was misled. I mm. I did not get the results I was looking for. It did not work for me. This was not true in my case. You can say that. It might not be true for yeah. everyone, but you can say that. And I feel like when we are convoluted and we can't pick a side, because, you know, I love being fair. So I'm often not going to pick a side. But in some situations, when when you cannot speak to your reality in a in this purity culture, you're, you're upholding it. Mm. And, and that's where I'll end. Don't I say that uh, women prop up the patriarchy yeah. more than men yes, do sometimes? Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm just um, mm. at the end of the day. The moral of the story: know your why. Because again, this is not an episode to try to convince you that purity culture is trash and don't be doing that dumbass shit. Maybe that is what I'm saying. But I'm ultimately also the choice saying, is yours. But like you know, <laughs> ultimately co- the choice is yours. Co- collect the evidence. And make yes. your decision wisely. That's all. Do your yeah. research, baby. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm calm down. And then, and then if you, and then if you start to feel these feelings of resentment, get into some therapy so that you can unpack that, right? And then decide from there if this is something that you want to continue to subscribe to or not. And again, if you choose not to, hey, I at the end of the day do what you do but we often find that when people are so restricted and confined when they let go of something as um <laughs> what's the word i want to use obstructive as purity culture they get out there and wild at like that's not what we're saying do either because uh what diseases are real okay diseases are real and again like it's like I get I get the need and the feeling to like protect those yeah. who might not know any better, but research and c- yeah, collecting evidential data. Like listen, like do do uh, projects, do uh, experiments, right? Do like set okay for six months. This is what I'm gonna do. Like do you like don't just set yourself up for failure and 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 stick yes. with it when you see it failing. Don't that part. Don't do that. Don't do that. 
because everybody deserves to win and everybody deserves to get exactly what it is that they want out of life and if y'all know for a fact y'all went into this idea wanting husbands and here you are at your prime and you wanted husbands and family and you know that your biological clock is ticking it's time to clock out of that idea Mm. Because he ain't, as much as we would love for him to show up like an Amazon package, baby, he ain't. You ain't going to meet him sitting at home. You might meet him at Bible study, but he might be just as weird as y'all, as you are. And y'all still ain't going to get nowhere because y'all done friend zoned each other. Shit. Because it ain't safe. Man, listen. Do you have energy for a letter? Are you ready to get out of here? Ooh, let's do a letter. Okay, we got some options. Okay. Uh, a friend got fired for sexual harassment, mm. but he's a feminist. Okay. Uh, we got a street that's um being named after the KKK, oh, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we got um, we got a friend. That has a theory on why her ex broke up with her and she think it's her friend fault. Let's do that one because these other ones, listen. (laughs) 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 Okay, help. Are you there? My best friend has a bizarre theory about why her ex broke up with her Mm. and it involves me. Oh, wow. My best friend and I are 22 years old. She just went through a really difficult breakup and has been venting to me a lot. Mm-hmm. I generally let things slide when people are venting their frustrations, but she's saying a lot of stuff that makes me feel really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm unsure how to approach that with her while she's still dealing with all of these emotions. Mm-hmm. Part of the breakup involved her ex-boyfriend telling her that he just wasn't attracted to her. Mm-hmm. She is a conventionally attractive white woman who wears glasses Uh, She hates contacts. So she figured that the lack of attraction must be because of her glasses. Mm -hmm. Girl, men cannot like you because your earlobe hang too low. Okay. They they stupid like that sometimes. Nobody out the kingdom. Listen, I'm just playing. (laughs) 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 She uh, vented about beauty standards, which I think all is fair. Mm hmm. But then she started venting about how women of color, especially East and South Asian Americans, can get away with wearing glasses and being attractive to men, but white women can't. She talked about how it's so unfair that people of color don't have to hide their vision problems from men to get dates. Where's where's that uh sound bite from the uh Baby Boy podcast? Girl! <laughs> Girl! <laughs> Let's see. I am an Indian American woman who wears glasses and has a boyfriend. And this sort of conversation makes me deeply uncomfortable. She's still really upset about the breakup and I don't want to make her feel bad, but I also never want to hear that stuff again. I'm not even sure if she actually believes all of this because she certainly never talked to me about it before. But at the same time, this has come from somewhere. She didn't seem to register that I was that Asian American woman she was talking about how can I approach her with this 
Okay, as a black woman with glasses, right? Um, <clears throat> I would love to Crystal, tell you. Crystal, what the fuck is this girl talking about? <laughs> listen, I'm, I'm going to just tell her right now. Take her a little sedative and chill the hell out. Girl, none, none of the reasoning you're coming up with is accurate, friend. He just wasn't attracted to you, right? It didn't mean you weren't attractive. It just means he wasn't attracted Ugh. to you, right? It's okay. We all changed something we saw the other day. It, it changed it. We don't feel the way we did, okay? You're going you gonna to find somebody attractive one day and they're not going to be as attractive the next. This is what happens. It's, there's no guarantees. Life is life. You could have picked up five pounds in your nose. Sis, we don't know. Look, you don't need to be focused and fixated on your glasses of all things about why this man is no longer attracted to you right you know you know 100 you are never gonna wear contacts because you hate them so you should not feel like in order to keep a man you would have to go get contacts so he did you a favor ultimately there is going to be a man who are going to love you with and without your glasses because you can't sleep with him sis you know you can't sleep with glasses on like you have to take your glasses off at some point i need you I need you to tell your friend to listen uh. to the Raining Opinions podcast. Have her listen <laughs> to the last, what, 20 minutes of the show because she's probably, the, the whole first half of the conversation is going to go way over her head, I can tell. And um, <laughs> and just tell her to listen to this part and we're going to just say this, glasses is not the problem. You know what the problem is, Crystal? What is the problem? Delusion. Let me tell you Ooh. something, girl. And, and, and I want to talk about the last sentence here. Um, she doesn't seem to register that I'm that Asian American person that she's talking about. Let me tell you something about white women. Sometimes uh, they really, they really be on that. I don't see color shit. You see what I'm saying? And so they get to talking their stuff without realizing that they're talking about the, you see, you see what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, your friend think that she's so goddamn progressive, but she's telling on herself yeah, she- with this whole this whole conversation, honey, and trying to hide it on the do. fact that she need progressive lenses. Like, girl, come. Help <laughs> it. Listen, this has nothing to do with the glasses, and this ain't got nothing to do with you. What I would do is definitely approach her and be like, first and foremost, I'm a per- a woman of color and I wear glasses. So are you telling me that I ain't shit? Like really like you, you need to throw this back and up in her face so that she sees exactly how unreasonable that she is. Like, and honey, men can, f- I mean, when black, just cause we women of color don't mean that men don't skip us. Like there's plenty men. Some men don't like women who wear glasses. And so all right. women who wear glasses don't get to talk to those men. But if he didn't fuck with glasses, baby, he wouldn't have started dating you in the first, first place. Of all, Especially if you said that you don't like contacts. Honey, she's spiraling. She needed a like reason. Crystal she said. needed a reason. And this is what she, she came to. She needs just yes. take that sedative, baby. Take that sedative. Get your ass in a hot bathtub and carry your ass to sleep, mm-hmm. honey. Because it's clear that you haven't slept in days the- at, at this rate. <laughs> it has not registered to her that you are that friend of color that wears glasses because she has not slept in days your ass your ass is manic okay (laughs) like you can't you can't be trusted with none of the words now listen at the end of the day if you want to continue to be friends with old girl that's on you but this is something i would definitely put in the best friend hr file oh my god you know what i'm saying and put a big ass red post-it note on Mm -mm -mm. that bitch you see what i'm saying because if every time something doesn't go her way she's going to revert to the blacks 
the browns, the yellows. Nah, baby, that's not what the fuck this is. That's that, and it can't be what it is if you want to continue to be around me. So I say have the conversation. Be as delicate or indelicate as you feel you need to be. You know how fragile she is. We don't, right? And then if she still is hell bent on the fact that her man's left her because he likes the blacks, then that's not the person that you want to be with because or be around because you can't change the color of your skin. And as much as she's talking this shit around you because she clearly is not clocking the color of your skin, this ain't nobody that you want to be around anyway because she's likely to put you in fucking danger. You see what I'm saying? Ooh, because ain't nothing more dangerous than these white women and their tears and their rhetoric. Okay? So... There's that. Go tread carefully. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, uh, jealousy? Jealousy? Sis, I just, it's not the glasses. <laughs> like, why, why did you rest there? Like, I can, I can imagine. When you talk to a, put black as king on in the background. I can, while you I talk can to imagine, her. like, you know, <laughs> theorizing the whys of it all. But, like, to, to land and stick on glasses? Child. <laughs> No, 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 not just glasses. Dark skin and glasses. <laughs> okay? If I was Melanin and glasses is the reason why her man's popped off, okay? And bounced. Listen to me. All right. Well, <laughs> if you have nothing else but jokes on this letter, uh, we can go ahead and wrap up this episode. Thank you guys for listening. Hopefully, if you continued this far, you were okay with everything that we said. And hopefully, if you were smart yeah. and you felt triggered early on, you went ahead and moved on. But with that being said, thank you for listening and see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Raining Opinions podcast. You can follow the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Raining Pod. If you have questions, answers, or recommendations to share, email us at rainingopinionspod at gmail.com. Episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, basically wherever you get your favorite podcast. And if you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It's the best way to spread the word. If you'd like to show your support and get a shout out on air, visit our Patreon page to keep this podcast and the opinions flowing. Rain on.